Hello, fine listeners. And also hello from the Finches, who are going to be <laughs> going to be the peanut gallery again you today. You bet. Can you believe it's already August? No, no. I, I demand a recount. There Wait, we go. What happened to April? I'm I have no wondering. clue. Summer will be winding down here soon. Will at, it really? Please, yes. please. At least for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> I was speaking so. to some friends in Australia last night, and they're looking forward to summer oh. and getting out of winter. Oh, do they know what they're in for? I think so. But, oh, dear. But what can, what can you say? Yeah. Don, the producer, is still sitting behind the computer, turning dials and pushing buttons. Good for him. Gary is reading a new old book. He sure is. Blaze is staring at us, but will soon fall asleep. <laughs> Actually, I think she is asleep already. <laughs> she, she, she beat you to the punch. Yep, and we are. Linda Strochane of the Mercury Academy. And Sandy from Gemological Esoterica. And we are Two, two Dozy Broads. broads. Well, this month, Linda, you're going to start us out with some Ellen stories, and you can explain who Ellen was. Yes. I remember meeting her once, and she seemed to be a true <laughs> force of nature. And the things that I heard, I could not repeat without nope. putting the, the expletive thing on. Well, my grandmother, God rest her soul, mm-hmm. uh, my mother's mother, is the reason why today we have a language cautionary mark <laughs> we will on the, at the podcast. End, we will at the end of it, yeah. Because Grandma spoke in uh, language cautionary English. When she was at work, she spoke very well. Mm-hmm. The moment she got out of work... She was salty? She was salty. She was salty with sprinkles. Ah, and the story I'm going to tell is a story from Christmas, okay. long ago. And it was one of those Minnesota Christmases where we had snow, and then we had ice, and then the ice melted, and then it kind of came back. Okay. And her steps going down to the sidewalk in the front of the house had little ridges of ice Okay. On it. And my father and my brother, my brother would have been about, say, 10. Okay. So this is mid-60s. And Grandma, uh, Grandma said, don't shovel the side, don't shovel the steps. Okay. Howie, don't shovel the steps. And my father, because he was my father, he didn't yeah. listen to her because she needed the step shovel. And she was in the kitchen working on Christmas dinner which was the basic turkey and trimmings thingy. And she's in the kitchen, and there's a straight hall to the front door from the kitchen. Okay. And she hears tell-tale signs of of shoveling. Scrape. Scrape, scrape, scrape. And this woman, ears like (laughs) came running down the hall with a knife that was 12 inches long. (laughs) And she always kept sharp because it was the carving knife. Of course. And she had that raised up. And she ran down the hall, opened the front door, and yelled out, Leave that goddamn slush alone! And she looked up, and she saw the paper boy standing there (laughs) with his eyes wide. (laughs) With the knife in her hand. And the knife in her hand. And... She looked at him and she said, Merry Christmas. And she turned around and went back in the kitchen. And my father and brother kept, kept shoveling. shoveling the slush. But that that is one of one of the fonder stories from Christmas long ago. <laughs> And uh, as, as you say, there are uh, stories I can't really tell. I remember telling that story to my mother-in-law. 
and my mother-in-law got got a face like a like a kipper hmm. and looked at me and said your grandmother talked like that and that's nothing compared oh, to what no. some of mine talked and, yeah. and she said she just said really did she talk like that and i said yeah, I said yeah. she talked like that. I said my brother and I knew if we talked like that, we'd be dead. Oh yeah. But Grandma talked like that. She had her out in company language. Yep. But in the privacy of the family, by gum, she, she had, as you say, a salty tongue, like a stevedore. She there had a go. salty tongue, and that is my contribution to the warm stories of long ago. Uh. My grandmother, my dad's mom, she used to take, and as she got older, like 75 and older, mm -hmm. every year she'd go over to my uncle's, which was right next door to their house, but next, right next door was like a, a long, long walk, mm -hmm. but she would walk over there. Right. And on her birthday, she figured she was old enough to get drunk one night a year. Good for her. And she would tell the dirtiest jokes I'd ever heard and she would get so effing drunk that they would have to load her up in my uncle's truck and drive her down the driveway across and back and bring her fortunately the bed was right off the kitchen which is right where the door was but so it must have oh, been it must have been something with the so age there was something in the air but is and and for for her kids to sit there yeah. and 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 hear hear all of these things so all the years when your grandfather and others would yeah. be telling these stories yeah. and she'd be in the, she'd be listening she'd be kitchen in the kitchen rolling dough or yeah. doing some ears those yeah. ears hearing this stuff so all these stories from long god, ago she had great ones too I bet she oh did. god Wonderful. and we'd hear we'd hear them and we'd be laughing oh god we laugh of course you would so anyway well i'm going to start this month's stories with bacon grease <laughs> And if you listen, you might find out a bit of metaphysics in my story or not. So We'll try. We'll try. Okay. Uh, about 50 years ago, when I was having bridal showers, Don and I were getting married, we'd already had the ones on my side of the family and my friends, and I did the mm -hmm. one on Don's side of the family, and one of the gifts that was given was this long container that had five metal containers in it in this package. Okay. And it was salt, pepper, then you want, went in, and it was coffee, tea, and then the middle one, which is the largest one, said grease. And I was confused. <laughs> so I wrote thank you notes, thank you for the, and my mother came up with whatever the appropriate thing, because I was, I was like 18 at the time. Thank you for the grease. <laughs> thank, you for the, thank you for the grease container. But I was like 18 at the time. I didn't have a clue. I didn't, so, and my mom didn't either. So anyway... So my mother suggested that I go over to my future mother-in-law and say, what is this? <laughs> and she, she brought me over to the stove and she said, this will be for your container of bacon grease. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I didn't, you know, if I would have sworn as much now as I did then, it would have been, what the F, but anyway. So anyway, she went and she said, when you do bacon, you put the grease in, and it had a little strainer on top, and uh -huh. you know, strain the bits. And this is where you keep your bacon grease. Wow. And I went, okay. <laughs> so we got married, and I put the bacon grease container on the stove. We had a gas stove, so there was room in the back. Mm -hmm. And um, I would start to pour grease in it because I, what else would you do with your grease anyway? 
So yeah. you, you had to try and get rid of it. So I poured bacon grease in there, and we'd do hamburgers, and I'd pour hamburger grease in there. And one day she came over, and she looked in my bacon grease container. Yeah. And she could tell that it had been adulterated <laughs> by something other than bacon grease and told me it was no longer good. And so when she left, I threw the I taped up the container so it wouldn't leak, and I threw it in the garbage. You had defiled the bacon I had grease. To, apparently, okay, so we're going to skip ahead about 45 years. And Don's mom died uh, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was tasked, my job was tasked with throwing everything from the kitchen out. Yes. And she had a lot of stuff and... It was like there'd be one hot dog wrapped in plastic in the freezer. Right. Or there'd be like, there literally was a little tiny glass of beer that was in the refrigerator that had no fizz left or whatever beer uh-huh. has. Yeah. So I, okay, so I actually dragged the trash can into the kitchen. Best the, way to the, do the, it. Uh, the one you take for the garbage, I dragged it in and I started throwing stuff away. And didn't even realize, but I had gone over to the stove and I had thrown the bacon grease jar away. Oh. Which meant nothing to me because I still, after all these years, I didn't know what you did with bacon grease. I had no clue. Well, no, because you had defiled yours. My my mother never used it. I don't remember our mutual grandmother ever using it. She may have, but I I was younger than you. It wasn't a big deal. My other grandma, the one I just said who had the, the, anyway. Stories. She, she... I, she may have had one, but I never saw it. Yeah. But so I threw it away. And Don's job when his mom died was to take and do the paperwork, all the paperwork, because Don had been sick and he wasn't up to running around. No. So you were sitting there a couple days later doing paperwork, right? This is what you had said. And we had brought you all the paperwork and you were sitting at the kitchen counter and or whatever this little islandy thing was. And your cousin, who I will not name, walked in. And looked around and said, where's her jar of bacon grease? Oh, my Lord. And just say what you said. Just tell her what you said. Yeah, just say. Well, you, oh, well, you had said that you that I had thrown it away a couple of days before yeah. when I had cleaned every... Is that the truth? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, anyway, I had thrown it away, and Don said to his cousin, and she pitched a holy effing... <laughs> fit didn't she you were the only one who saw it she she was she was livid that luann's jar of bacon grease that had been dumped and he came home and he told me about it and i said i never realized that bacon was bacon grease was a metaphysical thing a spell jar of of whatever of major proportions of major proportions and that was when I started realizing you that tr- these old kitchen witches, <laughs> that they use all this weird stuff, and apparently bacon grease was used in one of the, one of the or malt. You know, I don't know. You put it on burns. I don't know. You have sex with it. I don't you, know what you did with you it. You threw away the philosopher's stone of bacon grease. Yes. Good God. Have you no shame? But <laughs> it just goes to show, this is what I realized, that the old kitchen witches. Yes. They used items yes. that we didn't really, it, it didn't pass, well, it obviously passed down to your cousin, who's younger than I am, but it never passed down to me by either of my grandmothers or either of your grandmothers. No. Nope. But, but there were items in the kitchen 
It was like the favorite spatula yes. for our grandmother's green cup. Green cup. And there's items that have magical significance. significance. They do. And if you actually, or, or uh, my uh, great uncle Art's spoon. Yes. <laughs> which is a story All right, that's a story for, for another, another day. day. But, uh, but yes, there, there are these things. And if you're lucky, mm-hmm. you you are alive and thinking about this Mm -hmm. while somebody of an older generation is still around to share the mysteries Mm -hmm. with you. That's the important thing. If Luann had really dinned into your Mm -hmm. 18-year-old skull the magic of bacon grease, you would have remembered that. I would have. You would have thought, yes, that will make fried eggs taste better Mm -hmm. or it will be better with this or better with that. As Gary said, American American fries, all of these things. But it wasn't that. My mother had the grease jar because, as you say, what else are you going to do? You had to do something with it, yeah. So we we had the the magic Hills Brothers coffee can. I was going to say the coffee can. When it got full, probably taped it up and threw it away and took another another empty can. Get another one out. I I do not recall her doing anything with it. Other than storing it. Other than storing it because it was... It was not. It was not safe. Right. And it might have something evil in it. And she never trusted cooking anyway. That's why her. Yeah. It took years for her chicken to not be called burnt offerings because she was sure that there was. Some, she was ahead of her time. She understood that chicken could be evil. Ah. Or pork could be evil. Ah. And by gum, if our things were cooked, I mean, you you could hear <laughs> hear that chicken. You could hear that drumstick going bang, bang. And my mother never, she and my father both had gallbladder problems. Mm-hmm. And so Greece wasn't the friend. It was no. the enemy. And so I'm sure... Well, also my mother wasn't a great cook. I mean, she was she you she wasn't bad, but she wasn't a great cook. She was okay with Jello salads. I was when, about it, and but, I don't think you put bacon grease in Jello salads, but I no, don't know. Well, in our family, you you can put anything in Jello. That's true, as, as long as you explain it. Yes. But remember when when all of the fancy Jello came out, mm-hmm. and they were putting, uh, what was it, sour cream and all these oh, other God, things. Oh God, yes. And, Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. And there was eruption among the aunties. Oh, yes. Yes. Jello was sacred. That you could, you surely. There was a list of what you could put in it and what you couldn't put in it. Unibrow could put uh, little shreds of carrot. Close Ma did too. And pineapple. And you could put fruit in there because fruit was acceptable. It was sacred. But you couldn't you couldn't use all these drib drabs. You couldn't put mayonnaise in the middle and all these other things. And there were only certain molds that you could use to make sure. I still have my mother's This has got to be metaphysical too. It is, it is. And I especially because some of the molds that I inherited are copper. Yes. So you got the good of of copper going on in there. And real copper too, not just the plated stuff that they have nowadays. You got nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties copper, which was serious copper. I wonder if I'd put bacon grease in the uranium glass I have, what would happen? You'd you'd probably create a wormhole that something could walk through except i'm too old to even try but i do have a whole set of uranium glass that it could be it could be interesting but i i just am not all that interested in in experimenting with kitchen witchery anymore well you get past the point because you look and you say these are the things i make 
and they don't take a whole lot. Right. And like you do with your special stuffing, yep. a couple times a year you you yep. go into extra effort, like yes. we do with Christmas cookies. Yeah. But for the rest of it, you either pass it on to the young mm -hmm. and say, congratulations, we are giving you the mysteries. Or you just dump it and you say, it's easier to get a nice little something at the yep. grocery store yep. and yep. eat that. Yes, it but is. it is true. And advice to anyone out there who has still has advanced generations around ask them what their special stuff is yep. the, the special and spatula what they use it for. exactly and and ask them have you got a special this or that because after our grandma nelson died none of the girls knew no even what the green cup looked like no they and these were girls who paid attention to a lot of well Most. Two of the three. Two of the three. The other one was entitled. But uh, they, they paid attention to things like that, mm -hmm. and nobody could figure out what it was. was and why it, things tasted better if you used the green cup or the whatever it was. Was it a whole cup, a half a cup, a quarter yeah. cup? No one no ever one knew. knew. So if you've still got folk in your world who know this stuff, and ask them those silly questions, they may look at you like you just fried your noodle. Mm -hmm. But ask, because yes. then maybe you will inherit the special spatula. That's right. Or the special spoon or something. We'll have to talk about the spoon. We will at some point in time yes, tell, the, tell the story yeah, of, the of, of the spoon. So. But, uh, well, we are getting close to the end of this month's podcast. Perilously I, close. Perilously close. Jeez. We'd like to remind all of you that if you have any questions or comments, please send them to us. Please, you, please. You know how to get a hold of us. <laughs> We love listener input, and we don't get much very often. No. You are awfully, you're an awfully silent group. Our, our mothers used to belong to a group called the Silent Seven, mm -hmm. and I believe that our listeners have come to be the silent... The silent whatever The silent number. broads or whatever. So anyway, for this month. For this month, at least for now, mm -hmm. I am Linda Strochane of the Mercury Academy. And I am Sandy of Gemological Esoterica. And we're signing off for one more month as Two, two Dozy, Dozy Broads. Broads. Goodbye.